to another edition of the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jason. I'm joined this week by both Michael and Kevin, and we're going to talk about some pro wrestling. So no huge format today, just basically whatever comes to our mind, we're going to kind of spout off and, and, and talk about it, give our two cents. If you want to join in and give your two cents, you can do so by leaving a comment on either Spotify or Apple Podcast or even Stitcher or CastBox or Google, however you listen to us. Or if you want to comment on the YouTube video that'll be posted of the show, you can do that. Or you can always tweet at us at LiveYourGimmick, that is the at symbol followed by L-I-V-Y-O-U-R-G-I-M-M-I-C-K. M-O-U-S-E. And that's especially appropriate because my oldest daughter is actually currently at Disney World, so... Oh, I wasn't sure where that was going. Yeah. I'm like, did Disney <laughs> yeah. buy AEW or something? No, no. I mean, that would be that would be a good coup for them, but, uh, but no, yeah, my daughter is actually at Disney World right now, so she's... Um, <laughs> Uh, hanging out down there with her, her high school band and um, uh, uh, playing some music and getting to go to the parks and ride some rides. So good for her. I'm a little jealous, not gonna lie, but you know we're gonna we're gonna soldier power through. What did you just stick yeah. yourself out there, Mike McAfee? I did. I I did. <laughs> it was rough. <laughs> oh God, what did I eat? Michael may not make it through this podcast because he's going to stink himself out. I'm going to have a, a, a repeat of the one episode I was not on where uh, you had to abruptly end early. We took a half hour break in the middle because he left the shit. Oh, I gotcha. It actually worked yeah. out, though, because I think I did an interview that week. So when he left to go to go to the bathroom... I cut it off and put the interview in and then picked it back up when he got yeah, I was like, I need to go shit. And he's like, that's a perfect segue to our next segment. Meet this person I interviewed. Yeah. yeah it's... Not the wording you probably wanted for the lead in. But... Yeah. I mean, it worked though. I mean, you got to get there somehow, right? So, uh, well, hey, I, I mean, you know, a lot happened this week. Uh, anything stand out to the two of you that you want to talk about right off the rip? I know I got a couple of things locked and loaded but i'm happy if uh if you guys got anything that you that stood out to you whether it was raw smackdown or AEW this week um just because it was most recent last night okay um so AEW dynamite the whole, was last night if you're you know depending yeah, on yeah listening yeah to this. yeah um the whole the whole thing with the the pillars tournament and the whole like <laughs> thing with sammy and mjf mm-hmm. oh yeah that making a deal to where like if you yeah. lay down i'll make sure you get the main event the pay-per-view and how they're all like best friends and stuff now and it's interesting although i still think in the end like you know does this lead to like i mean i don't know can sammy possibly go back to being face no i don't so, think there'll like, ever be a scenario where anyone is wanting to cheer him so i so it, it's intriguing. Like I, I do like that. It's kind of I. I don't know. I, I think the um, the obvious thing is going to happen is that Darby's going to win, and we're going to get Darby versus MJF. Um, but I, I am intrigued though. Like, what if we do get Sammy versus MJF? Like, I. I don't know. I, I. I don't. I'll be honest with you. I don't like the tournament concept of of this. I would have been fine if they – because it seemed like what they were doing at first was having them go up against other opponents and then 
you know, whoever has the best record at the end of it would be the one to challenge him in that case. And then that scenario could play out. You could get two or three people. You could get four people or you could have all four of them in a match. You know, that you could have different scenarios play out in that circumstance. The tournament between three people to me is just kind of like a dull concept. Yeah. I don't know. Like because now Jungle I mean, Boy, is he already out of the tournament? Is it a double elimination? Is it? Yeah. Like, so it doesn't it's, make it's sense. Sammy, it's, it's, it's Sammy versus Darby next week. And then the winner will face MJF. For so the title. yeah. And then, but then, but then Jungle Boy got screwed out of it. So is there really going to, you know what I mean? Is he really, gonna I mean, that stand? The, I mean, I'm guessing they're going to lead to, a fatal four-way. A four-way anyway. Because especially right. MJF came out on Twitter today and said, um, you get no four-way, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, basically everybody. I, I just so, I just, and I just think there's better ways of getting there. You know what I mean? If that's the way that they're going to do it. We, we complain so much that they don't do any storytelling on AEW a lot of the time. And they, they actually do for once, and we complain. Well, because like, it's not With good. the three-way thing, it created this story. Okay, well, yeah, but it's still, it's like, it's not great, but it's not bad. Jericho. Like, the, uh, the angle of. Go ahead. I'll let you finish your thought. I'm the, sorry. The, the angle of, of MJF, you know, trying to work with Sammy to get him, like, into the main event. Yeah. And, like, to do the finger poke of doom, essentially. Like, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an MJF story. It makes sense. And yeah. and Sammy's sleazy enough that like we believe that he's gonna uh, like agree to do this, and then you get to the match, and he's gonna try to screw MGF and 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 take the title. That's um, that's why I'm if he gets to the match a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm a little intrigued by it. Like yeah, like it's it's where... just enough that you're like you're waiting for the double turn essentially. Yeah. So like it's it's better than the fucking garbage of like you have to take on the trials and the lashings and all this other garbage bullshit to get to mjf i'll give you it's better than that not by a lot but it's better than that but they are capable of good storytelling because on the other side of the you know the the main event basically or towards the end of the show the whole thing with jericho and adam cole and i think kevin you're going to bring that up too that was really good that was good mm-hmm. storytelling. Now, grant you, well, it's, that's that's it's two guys who done a worked lot, in a company but... where they learned to do that, though. Right, and that's the problem, though. Like you know, they not having people on the team that can help create those stories. Now, obviously, you're always going to have an a like an A story, a B story, a C story. I get that, but the world title match shouldn't be your B or C story. That should be more your A. Story. I mean, how many years at WrestleMania was the world title match the B story? Hey man, I'm just just it, saying. I'm just it, talking about what's true. going on right now, but yeah, no, I know. I'm, I'm just saying that like it's it's not it's not an unheard of thing. Like so many WrestleManias we went where the what should have been the main event of the show or the like the 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 key focal point, which would be the world title match, wasn't. It would be something else, either with Shawn Michaels or the Undertaker or Jericho. Yeah, I mean that that happens sometimes where the story kind of outweighs it, but that's that's also a big major event where you know things like that happen. This is just kind of like an everyday run of the mill episode of Dynamite where they're trying to build to a major event. So I just think that you I know, mean we're, those stories are built on those everyday episodes, though. I'm confused. They can't be. Like, yeah. What do you mean? Like I mean, there wasn't a lot of build. They, they build the stories on Raw and SmackDown to get to a, Mania. There wasn't a ton of build for some of those Shawn Michaels Undertaker matches. There wasn't a ton. Okay, of... well, I mean, there was the one where he was obsessed with him for a year. But if you want to get past that, like Punk and Taker, that was match of the fucking night. Like that was the yeah. one that everyone wanted to watch. No one gave a shit about the title match. What was it? Well, the title match wasn't. It was Rock Cena too. 
Yeah. So you, so you know that's that what they But I think, but, and if you, yeah, but if you no look, one cared about. But if you look at the year before, um, was Jer- Jericho and Punk was for the WWE title, and it mm-hmm. wasn't the main. What was the main event? That, Rock, uh, what was the year before? To Roxanne won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and that's why Punk inevitably left is because he lost two main events at WrestleMania to the Rock, like lost out on having two main events at WrestleMania to the Rock. Yeah, which I mean, it, I don't know. Yeah, and I get it, and like I don't know, but that that's one of those rare cases where like it's the fucking okay, rock. I could kind of it's the Rock and Cena, like yeah. I mean, like okay, so like WrestleMania twenty six, like Taker and Sean, like that's. Sean's, you know, retirement match. But, mm-hmm. like, that I can understand being the main event. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, you had Cena and Batista mm-hmm. for the title that year. The, the, so. thing, the thing is, though, no, that, that first match between Sean and Taker at, what was it, 25? Nobody knew how fucking, or 24, what, whichever one was the, the one, the first 25, one. 25, yeah. Yeah, it was before the, before the retirement match. Nobody knew that match was going to be as good as it was. That's that's no. a problem. Like, it's kind of, it had a good it's, build. It's kind of like yeah, it's like Rock and Hogan. Yeah, like that should have been the main event, but, but like, nobody knew it was going to be you, as good as it was. Like it just kind of like no, yeah, yeah. So so the other day it kind of ended up being a crapshoot. You know that, what I mean? Like it, it, I'm just saying that some of them you 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 know by the story going in, you're more invested. Yeah, than you are. Yeah, but even so, even that's what, at, that was my point. Was that not, it's not always the focal point of the of the main event. No, you're right, and, yeah. and and you're right. But at the same time, it's just. You know, I I think they have an opportunity to build three guys here. MJF is already pretty established. You know, they're, they're mm-hmm. getting close with Darby Allen. Like he's he's pretty over. Jungle Boy has his fans, and and Sammy is kind of that. Like I, like we said last week, the odd man out. So they really have a chance to establish three stars. So you want to see them not fumble it and not, you know, I, I sometimes even though you get to the you get to where everybody thinks you're going. Sometimes if you don't get there the right way, it doesn't necessarily matter. It, and yeah. it almost it's almost it almost was going to be to the point maybe like where like Sammy was kind of like the forgotten piece in this whole thing. Like yeah, he's got his heat. Like people don't like him, but it's kind of like eh. You know, fuck Sammy. Who gives a shit? And they did but do, that, yeah. by doing doing this, it doing this, it, 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 it's, it's almost yeah. That's instead true. of heat, it's it's not quite nuclear heat, but you know what I mean. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Ah, oh, fuck. I'm really delayed. Hold on. I'm gonna drop out and come right back. Give me one second. Sorry. <laughs> Bear with us, folks. He's got, but damn. And we're back. We'll back on video Jason, real quick. Turn off the Oregon Trail, <laughs> so your the computer's not Oregon that slow. Oregon Trail. All right. Oh, you know what? You know what happened? I hit stop, start streaming instead of start recording. So that's oh why I'm slow. Oh my god! So we've been on on Twitch. on Twitch this entire time. God. Oh my god! Are we not recording? No, we're recording. But we're also streaming, which is what I did. Which want is to why do. it's running like shit. But we already we already basically started this, so we're eleven minutes in and we're we're streaming on Twitch. So I guess I could end it and switch it, but it seems like it's working a little bit better now. So I'll just pull I'll just pull it from Twitch. My bad. The, they're two, they're right on top of each other. Okay, I hit the wrong button. 
So we are accidentally live worldwide on Twitch.tv. Well, at least you, at least you have your own Goldberg like streak going on. Yeah, <laughs> you're 235 and 0. Want to be 0 and 235? Oh yeah, yeah, you're 0. Yeah. I'm a, I'm more on a Kurt Hawkins streak than I am a Goldberg streak. Yeah, yeah. All right, so well here here we are. So anyway, we're we're still recording, and I've sped up a little bit, and uh, we actually have somebody viewing us too. So that's that's cool. Even that though poor unfortunate soul, I don't have the chat yeah. up on my uh, on my uh, hi, computer, but I do have it up on my phone. If anybody hi, says anything, hi, hi Rob or Jake or Tony, yeah, whoever's in here. <laughs> Tony was disappointed when I told him we weren't going live anymore. He was going to change his screen name and try and throw throw us off. But um, uh, so anyway. Back to what we were talking about, I you know I guess I guess like I said, they just have this opportunity to make these guys, and I want to see it happen the right way. Like I you know I'm not trying to wish ill on anything, but they got such some big shows coming up, and I want to see them succeed. And I think the Adam Cole and Chris Jericho storyline was a step in the right direction. Now there was a couple other things that happened on the show that were a step backwards, um, you know. But even the Kenny Omega, the Elite, and the the Blackpool Combat Club, I kind of you know. I, I kind of like the promo that he cut, I guess. It, it was a little, seemed like it was a little inside baseball a little bit with their promo. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It, it was, it was, it was decent, but that just seems yeah. like it's very secondary to everything else that's going on right now. Yeah. It it was kind of weird with, what's his, uh, what, Tanahashi or Shida or Tanashida. Yeah. Yeah. Um, coming out, that was a little unexpected. Like, especially like, you know, uh, Callus like came out and then went and got him. Like it was, it was a little weird. But yeah. I, I thought it was going to so, be hangman. Like I was surprised it wasn't hangman. Yeah. I almost feel like they're not well, quite, I, quite there yet with the, you know what I mean? Like, I think we're going to lead to something with blood and guts somewhere, but yeah, from, from what I've heard, apparently the way people are taking it is that, uh, Don Callis brought out that guy as an attempt to, like, push Hangman out. Be like, look, you don't need Hangman kind of thing. Oh, uh, I got gotcha. uh, that, that makes gotcha. sense, I guess, yeah. Because he has been trying to, like, recruit him and talk Hangman down. So mm-hmm. I guess I guess I could see that. So, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. It, it, it kind of is what it is. It, like, it's just, you know, I thought last night's episode was a decent episode. It was, you know, it had some, had some good stuff in it. I guess time will tell kind of what happens and where they go with that, with that, um, you know, the pillars thing. And I, but I did really like what they did with, with, um, with Jericho and, and Adam Cole, the promos they cut on each other mm-hmm. were really good before that. Well, well, the whole handcuffing thing, do you guys see how Adam Cole was handcuffed? Yeah. yeah it was saying, so it was, weird. The rope was cuffed on his wrist. Like it was the whole, yeah. And, and, and somebody like made like a joke of it. Like, Oh, he wasn't even cuffed. Like, ha ha ha. Bunch of idiots. Like, no, he was cuffed. They just, yeah. It just, it, they put the thing like, in his wrist yeah. is just so small that. Yeah. It went around the rope and his wrist. Like that had to been uncomfortable, honestly, because he oh, yeah, that had be worse move at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was not a good way to be handcuffed. Um but uh you know anything else from AEW or anything else from uh that, that popped out to any of you guys? Um CM Buck Punk gonna return confirmed? I don't know. Dude, I honestly, after some of the stuff that's happened, and I'll I'll bring it up when I, I there's one one thing I want to talk about, but I want to get through some other stuff first. But well, 
Well the, well, the only thing I heard with CM Punk was that, okay, so apparently you guys heard about AEW having the Saturday night show now. Yeah. And yeah. They're, gonna, they're, they're using it to, like, separate the camps, apparently. Which is, yeah, and that, if that's the case, that's and, so dumb. I'm sorry. Yeah, and that's that, a terrible decision. But CM Punk's supposed to be, like, the cornerstone of that show. And, and like, there was, like, reports and stuff. Like I said, it's all speculation. It's not, like, it's just stuff I've read. It's all like, Meltzer, Meltzer, Meltzer. Yeah, um, but there's reports and stuff, yeah. like, between like a lot of the stuff has come out like like this is like discovery and stuff like saying a lot of this stuff too so you know maybe there's a plan in place who knows you know it's any let's face it anything we ever talk about ever is we'll wait and see <laughs> yeah well i mean uh, did you apparently like people are are a little upset with ftr because they put the elite in a rough spot because ftr was like we think everyone should just get along, blah, 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 which makes it so if the elite doesn't, you know, play ball and, and let bygones be bygones, it makes them look at the assholes. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I'll bring it up now because I was going to talk about it later. But since you said that, this all stems from an episode of Dax's podcast last week. He was asked by Matt Coon what his dream match would be for the all-in show in Wembley. All he said was his dream match scenario would be he, him and, and Cash, and Punk versus the Elite. Because he would want his best friends in the business, and that would be a match that would make the most money. That is all he said. And then what happened was all these people like Meltzer and these other journalists took that and said that Punk and FTR are gaslighting the Elite. No, yes. uh, there was, I saw something that there was a tweet from cash. No cash's tweet basically just, just basically was defending. Like he was, he was defend cash was just defending comments that people were making to Dax's response. So cash was taking up for his buddy. And he basically did say something like, look, every, like, I just wish everybody could work this out. That's, and that's what he said, but that mm -hmm. doesn't, that that's just, that's him sticking up for his friend. It had nothing to do with, um anything there well but the whole story again i'm not saying that they are trying to gaslight the elite i'm just saying that people are like now claiming like oh they've put the elite in a rough spot because if the elite doesn't play ball then they're the assholes in the situation but that's but that's not the case because nobody was ever asking them to play ball directly it was just more of a it stemmed from him asking from him answering that question everything snowballed from him answering that question and dax actually on this last week said that he's no longer doing his podcast. He ended it. Mm -hmm. because he said that yeah, he's, he's tired of, he's tired of people taking what he says the wrong way. He's tired of things getting twisted around and, and it being made out. He was getting comments from people from like fans of the elite saying that, you know, he's a piece of shit. He should be fired. His nine-year-old daughter is a whore. Like people were calling Jesus. his daughter, a whore. like it, it just, ridiculous stuff that should not be said to somebody who was just sharing his opinion. Like it's, it's, it's dumb to me that people would react in that way. Uh, I don't blame him, but I listened to the show. Like I know what he said and then everything snowballed from there. And, and, and just to like bring this up too, I was scrolling through Facebook and there was an article that says Dustin Rhodes says that Cody is being punished for AEW, which is why he didn't beat Roman Reigns. That stemmed from an interview from Busted Open, and he never said that at all. Nothing even close to it. Mm -hmm. But that was the headline of the Dirt Sheet article, was 
Dustin, like that was the headline of the article, but there was, but he never, never said it. And even when you and, read the article, it doesn't say it in the article anywhere. But that was the, the headline is, of the article. Like it's just bullshit, it, dude. It's, it's and I've and I've been I've been hearing things that like it was partly Cody's like idea of losing. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I've heard that come out. Like Cody was all for it, and they had a, they've had this planned out, I guess, for like three weeks. Yeah, like Cody and, had his storyline coming out of WrestleMania, and if you watched on Monday Night Raw. I want to see that match with him and Brock Lesnar now. Like, he sold that match in one night. Yeah. And Brock coming out with that coat. I love how. He, uh, I was like, yeah, why Why did he fucking go and steal the Undertaker's coat? Yeah, they said they, they, he took his streak and now he took his coat. Yeah. Evil Brock Lesnar. The only way he's evil is he just puts on a black trench coat. Now he's but, evil but what, Brock. But here's what's great about even how he's involved. His character is that old evil Brock Lesnar was coming in and coming in and gonna stomp Cody's ass yeah he just stood there kind of like not like a chicken shit like hey come get me like eh, I'm gonna leave you know yeah. what, what I always what I always say a cocksucker heel yeah, yeah cocksucker heel. <laughs> but that's that's you know what I mean like that was he, great it was great that whole yeah. segment was great Cody's Perfect. promo the all the all the people holding him back when he ran up and all of a sudden all these other security guards came out and caught him like jumping in midair mm-hmm. like yeah. they had to use like people that Cody knows for him to do something like that like for him to trust them to like catch him in that moment I'm sure they used like people from the nightmare factory just so he had somebody that he trusted to right. catch him like that but dude, it was cool like it was it was really good and you know, so okay, now we don't know what Roman's doing because he's taken he's taken backlash off, right? Like he's he's gone right now. Yeah. You know, you got this whole thing going on with with uh, um. I I gotta say, Paul Heyman kind of dropped the ball on the promo Monday. Did I you guys didn't see hear that? It. Like it just wasn't it wasn't it was uh, a little too jumbled. Maybe he was thrown off by Judgment Day coming out early. But the whole, like, yeah. you know, that, that created a oh moment, though. Like, it was very shocking. And to have the bloodline and the Judgment Day kind of squaring off, but then finding oh, out that they're but, partnering up, like, that was cool. Well, but, but what was great was when he shook Damien Priest's hand. And then did you see Finn Balor's, like, facial expressions? Like, just the little things. Yeah. Like, that. Finn's like, hey, what, what, what the hell is going on here right now? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So because um, Finn wasn't happy about it and Paul even acknowledged no. that you know because he's like I know there's still some heat there you know what I mean like that's I get it you know <laughs> yeah I mean that which was, is, that was which cool. is great which is great that they bring that up so yeah. when Rhea um, squares off with Solo oh my god right <laughs> and then she moved again yeah, yeah. oh man um, good shit good shit so so you're talking about Roman I've heard that Triple H really wants Nakamura to be his next challenge. That'd be great. Nakamura needs that kind of spotlight. Um, although, like, you know, with, you know, Vince, I guess Vince does not see that, you know. Well, Vince um, isn't ahead of creative anymore, so fuck him. Um, <laughs> Man, how the how how Jason's yeah. opinion has changed over the yeah, year. Yeah, I know. Uh, um, but no, I mean... So that's that's a rumor thing I heard from Night of Champions. But did you guys also hear that the somebody came up with a theory as far as like if they wanted to split the titles, how to split the titles? Um, take a so, chainsaw and cut them in half. No, um, 
So, Night of the Champions. Two of them. Why would you need to cut them in half? Yeah. <laughs> cut, them in, cut them in fours. Cut them in fours. <laughs> okay, cut Roman in half. I don't know. Um, when, Raw gets when, one half, then, then SmackDown gets the other. When Seth Rollins Still was the WWE... When Seth Rollins was the WWE and United States champion at the same time, at Night of the Champions, he defended both titles because every title was on the line. He lost the U.S. title early in the night, and then he retained the WWE title later on. That's a different situation, though. Well, they said that could that be a possibility of, like, he's got to defend no. both titles. No, because no. Like, then Sammy and Kevin would have to defend both too. So you're talking, you're yeah. I mean, you're having you're four, four matches, matches right the, there with uh, the same I, people in them. I heard Sammy and Kevin might lose the titles because the Night of Champions they might want the tag. They want the tag titles on the show, and those yeah, two are not, not going to go and not going to Saudi. Yeah, yeah So I heard Saudi. possibly Usos winning them back. Yeah, I could that happen. Makes sense. I mean, they, well, because they're, they're but they're ma- the match at Backlash is a three way, so it would have to happen sometime after. Yeah. That. So or a six, well, it's a six man because it's Riddle and the tag champs versus Solo. And no, I thought, I thought they're I thought they're I thought they're going against each other on SmackDown or something soon. Yeah, maybe they're. I don't know. I know. Oh no, maybe. The- yeah, next week they're. Yeah, this this Friday. There's a tag team match uh, for the yeah. titles. Okay. Yeah. Heyman, okay. Heyman announced that like a week or so ago. Okay. Yeah. So now I will say this. Like, this sounds weird. Like, I, I wouldn't be upset by that if they want him back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Sammy and Kevin got their moment. Yeah. It you was, all, I mean? it was like, all about the chase anyway because, you know, and they're, and they're still teasing a little tension between Sammy and, and Kevin, too, honestly. You know, because you think after all that, KO is going to turn on him and powerbomb him on the apron? Yeah, because like I K- tell you, KO is playing second I, fiddle to him right now, and that's not KO. I I mm. tell you what, I they even though they've done it in the past or whatever, like we really, I mean, they had kind of. I'm telling you, I bet you can get a good year long blood feud out of those two. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like dialed up from stuff they've done in the past. Yeah, so you know, and I. I, I you know, you could always throw Seth in that main event picture. Like, Seth and Roman at Night of Champions would be good. Nakamura would be good. That would be fresh to get Nakamura in there. Right? Um, get someone I, who, I, it, like, is see, a little out there for, for yeah, Roman. I, yeah. I can see, Nakam- see Nakamura being the challenger. I mean. I, th- I think, though, honestly, you know, I, I don't see them splitting the titles. In fact, I think they're doubling down in at Night of Champions. I think you see Rhea and Bianca unify the women's. Because they've talked about doing a women's, didn't they say? Didn't somebody say something? I thought I saw something about possibly like a women's oh, like mid card, like uh, like a. But the thing is, but the thing is, but with the draft, like they're still going to be I, the champions. That the, they'll just go like this is how they did it originally. Was the champions went between both shows, so yeah. the champions can go anywhere. Yeah, and but then, but Gunther but Gunther's never been on Raw. Well, the like IC the title, but, but that's the thing. Like the IC the title and the the mid card titles stay on the shows. So you know but the Gunther, women's and the and the world title right can bounce. The world and champions and the tag champions can move around. Mm. I'd be fine with that. I mean, I I like them. Like, like I mean, at that, point, before, at that point, at that point, you might as well have. <laughs> if you only have two titles. Or on each show, you know what I mean. Like, what's what's the point? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, if every other title bouncing back and forth, why would you just 
Beast because Tea that, that, that shows that's defended on that show and it makes that show it makes the it, it elevates that title a little bit. Think how mm-hmm. think how much think how elevated the IC championship and the US championship have been in the last year compared to what they were before that. Like and that's how it's been. Roman's been gone back and forth and it's been just fine and Theory has put a spotlight on that on that uh, on that U- uh, U.S. championship on Raw, and now Gunther has put a big spotlight on that IC t- title on SmackDown, so that, that you make those two brands specific. You know, whoever's on that brand, and then the the world champion can just go wherever the storyline is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. I think it could be done very well doing it that way, and and it doesn't. And that's the thing. Roman is the man. There is nobody. <laughs> secondary to him other than Gunther and Theory. Whereas if you had another world championship, then that you that makes competing. that makes the IC Oh no Believe me, I think there should I think I don't think there should have ever been two championships ever. Yeah. Like one personally in my so I'm confused. You want one cha- world champion, but you want him to stay on one show or the other. You don't want him to bounce around. No, no, I'm no I'm saying like I don't want just the IC like if you if you're gonna have the world champion be on both shows and you're gonna have the women's champion be on both shows and you're gonna have the women's tag champs be on both shows then why not just have all five of your titles on both shows like one week Gunther's on Raw then maybe like for, or he's on Raw for a couple weeks and then two weeks later he's on Smackdown well because that can give you also something a reason to tune in because if the other ones bounce back and forth then you're gonna you know you're gonna to have to follow whichever one you want, but if you're simply like really invested in a certain wrestler or a, the IC title story, then you're gonna tune into that show just to see that. I, I agree. Yeah. It, it creates. A I mean, story I mean, they're, 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 they're just gonna end blue. They're just gonna end losing a non-title match anyway. So what the fuck's the matter? <laughs> <laughs> But that really hasn't been a thing lately, though. Like they've, I, no. I, I don't know. No, I think the way I, they've been doing it has been good. It's just, it's no, just going to lock I, down the rosters more. I mean, mm-hmm. no, going back, going back to like I, when they unified the titles, when Jericho unified the titles back in 01, they should that that should have been that they yeah. should have never split them. Yep, I agree. Ever, I agree. Because that was the originally with the undisputed championship. Because I think it was like Undertaker was the, the when they first did the draft. Undertaker was the undisputed champion at the time. He had the ability to go between both shows. Same with the tag champs. And I think they even did that with because they didn't have a U.S. champ back then, or maybe it wasn't that prominent. But all the champions had the ability to move around. But I think really, if you have that many people moving around, then it just then you're just gonna get you're gonna take away yeah. from everyone else yeah. in the show. Yeah. yeah. They, they they should they should have established back then. Okay, the world champ, the women's champ, moves back and forth, and then they should have. But you know, Vince not really caring about like secondary titles. Like that's when they should have established like okay, the IC titles on Raw, US titles on SmackDown, which it was, but right. it should have been rather than oh, Raw needs a world champion. Now that being said, I bet you Gunther and Theory switch brands in this draft. Like I get that, that's what that's why title going to Raw and the so, U.S. champ going to SmackDown. Yeah, one thing I read was that I heard that uh, Judgment Day is going to go to SmackDown. They're just you just say that. I don't know. No. No. He said I see in U.S. Okay, sorry, I thought you said sorry. Um, I mean, both I, those I, those words do sound like Judgment Day, so I can see why you got confused. Yeah. So they're going to take Judgment uh, Day as a whole. They're not going to split them up. You think? Yeah, I I don't I don't think they're gonna split. I guess a lot of people aren't gonna split. Like New Day's I mean, not Triple gonna H split factions. Up. He ain't gonna split them up. Yeah. No, 
Like like Roman and the Bloodline, they're staying on SmackDown. So it's probably gonna be yeah, Gunther going to Raw and kind of being that mainstay on Raw. You know, but if the Bloodline's going to SmackDown, I'd rather the Judgment Day stay on Raw. Then I I mean I feel like two big heel factions on the same brand, especially with SmackDown only being a two hour show. It just feels a little congested, especially with Roman being able well, to travel back and forth because you know he's taking so, the Usos and Solo with him anyway. Well, that's going to be a good tell is that if they don't split up the women's titles, then you could I could see them going to being on SmackDown because yeah. with Rhea being SmackDown champion. No, well, she's she's probably, last time she's, when they, they not, forced them to title just title. trade titles in the ring and then Charlotte Flair can throw it at Becky, and Becky can get pissed and throw yeah. it back. Or like the Street Profits in the New Day when they traded in the back room or the back, like mm-hmm. backstage. Yeah, like I think this is yeah, this is yours now. Yeah. <laughs> Although weird. I can't see, I can't. Yeah, but I have, that that's Vince booking, not, yeah, that's not Triple H booking. booking. Right. Correct. <laughs> correct. So I mean, SmackDown I thought was pretty good. You know, I I'm kind of digging this whole LWO thing. Like Santos Escobar and Damian Priest had a fucking hell of a match on SmackDown. Even Woods and Knight had a good match. Um, but uh, I what do you guys think of uh, Rhea or Rhea? Uh, Liv Morgan and um, I think a lot about Rhea. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Liv Morgan and Raquel being the women's tag champs. Or do you mm, think it even good, matters? Good for point? them. Yeah. yeah, like I, I, the problem with the women tag champ division is there's no, there's not a lot of actual women's tag teams. They're yeah. just a combinations yeah. of random people put together that they just make it work. And some people yeah. do a better job of making it work than others. And I'm kind of digging the Chelsea uh, Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville team. I think they're doing. I think that just job. works because their characters work well together. Because right. you have the let me see your manager and the former manager. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Good shit. Good shit. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, Ronda and Shayna makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But, but to me, but they're, but they're also two like dominant single stars like of the past. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's kind of hard to buy them as like, you know, that tag team. Like, yeah, I think that that's pretty much mostly what the women's division is. It's just, Throwing together tag teams, at least with the men's, like in the last how many years, we've actually got some like maybe at first it seems like th- throwing together tag teams, but like but after a while they uh, develop and yeah, yeah like Otis Alpha Man. Academy, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, but they dress alike. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I like you know what I mean. They like, make the they, effort to be a tag team, not two individuals together. Yeah, yeah, teaming up. Yes, even RK Bro, like they mm-hmm. they took that and, and ran with it and a team. <laughs> I mean, because really, right now, like Sammy and Kevin, they dr- they don't really necessarily dress alike, and you aside know, from their champion shirt, yeah. And then yeah. Kevin comes out first, then Sammy comes out second. Like they're they you know, they at least they at least have their checkered past of yeah. you know what I mean of every everything. So th- that's a good like you know two individuals that make a good tag team. You say I know we mentioned Finn Balor earlier, but how about his uh, Finn fourteen staples shirt? You guys. No, I, I didn't see it. <laughs> he just wore a black shirt that says Finn colon fourteen, and then underneath it says Staples. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh uh, man, um, That's amazing. Trying to think anything else that was kind of notable. Seth Rollins had a oh oh Trish's heel turn. We didn't really talk like uh, her promo. Kudos to Trish. That promo that she cut 
on the women's division and Becky Lynch, I thought was really good. Oh, speaking of, okay, there's another good example of this awesome journalistic reporting. Becky Lynch tweets out, I will not be at Monday Night Raw, and then changes her Twitter profile background to black. All she also sudden, changed her name to her legal name. Yes. Yeah. All of a sudden, all the oh, Becky Lynch is unhappy with WWE. She's leaving. She's pissed. Seth is leaving too. Seth is pissed. Seth is leaving WWE. Becky's leaving with her. Seth also did the blackout, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it was McIntyre because McIntyre's contract I think is up and he hasn't resigned yet. So McIntyre, McIntyre. Well, no, did Seth that. did it a week or two ago. I thought. I don't. Know. I didn't see when Seth did it. Yeah, because Seth I thought, also changed his name to his legal name or some shit, I thought. But but, but then Trish comes out, cuts the promo on Becky. So, yeah, she's not at Raw, but they're still continuing the storyline. And, oh, here it is. Becky had an injury that she's dealing with. She's, she's taking some time off to heal it. Like, that's, you know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't know. It's much to do about nothing, but it's just kind of funny how everything just gets so blown out of proportion so quick like everybody jumps to the worst possible scenario i mean you're you're gonna tell me that if if we if there weren't any journalists and something that happened and like someone blacked out their twitter and removed any mention of WWE from it we wouldn't all be sitting there being like oh shit are they leaving i think she did it on purpose because she knew people would run oh 100 like i'm not saying that she wasn't brilliant for doing it i'm just saying you can't say that if there was no Meltzer and that happened we wouldn't be sitting here going oh man did I, is, see, is that's Becky the thing. Lee? I don't know because, you know, we might be wondering why she did it, but I don't think everybody would jump to the worst case scenario. I think. I don't know. If she went back to because... her Rebecca Quinn or whatever her fucking real mm-hmm. name is, I'd I'd be like, oh shit, she she done. Yeah. Because that's what fucking Sasha did. Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe. I guess time. How about tell. um? All I know is at the end of Raw. I know Jason, you watched it. And Mikey probably didn't, but all I know is I wanted to yell, "We gotta go! We're, we're out, <laughs> That's of really out of time!" <laughs> it's such a night. It was such a like nitro ending, but like in a better way. Yeah, like the whole brawl, which the brawl was awesome. It was, yeah. like, Very yeah. Um, but I was like, God, hearing Tony Schiavone in my background. My, back of my mind <laughs> yeah especially with the L, especially the lw and all of this stuff yeah <laughs> yeah the so. whole run in there was really cool they did a really good job with it um yeah it, it was just like you know the the whole show start to finish was was decent it wasn't the you know it wasn't the best but it wasn't the worst by far it was definitely better than the last couple weeks um i like where they're progressing some of the stories too but but yeah, I mean that's really about it. Anything else that we haven't covered yet? That anyway. really, I'm... I'm trying to think. I was going to talk about the Dax thing, but then that kind of came up early anyway. I'm I mean, we were talking about AEW, so why would you not talk about that while we were talking about AEW? Oh, because it had to do with this podcast more than it had to do with actual AEW as a whole. So I was just going to. I mean, it really had that. to do with AEW as a whole because everyone was like, "Oh my God, AEW's a train wreck! Everyone's fighting." gaslighting yeah CM punk return and and, and the other thing that i was going to mention too was what kevin said about that show and it's just like i don't know it just seems to me like if that's how you're going to split up your roster one is a like a are they really going to do like a brand split like it just seems like then what's then what's rampage if they have the saturday brand and the thursday and the wednesday brand then what's what's rampage then i assume rampage is going to be for the dynamite brand still 
because imagine the diamond will probably have more people on it because i feel like more people in the back are pro elite than pro punk yeah but again like how are you going to split your roster up like that like this seems i just i just i just almost i just almost hope that if they do the saturday night show like almost like a studio show you know what i mean just maybe try that out like uh not like old like wcw like studio where it's like 20 people but maybe like in the 90s wcw saturday night it just cost effective wise it's just not realistic man like you know they would have to that's another place everybody would have to travel to you know you're paying all the travel to that and then of course is it a live show is it a tape show you know what I mean? Like you already have these other events. Well, that's, I mean, you say that, but I have to assume Tony doesn't pay for the travel for the AEW people. Yes, he does. He actually are you he sure? Because he, he treats them like independent no, contracts. No, they can go wherever no, they want. He pay he pays their hotel. He pays all that. Oh wow! Yeah, hmm, that's surprising. And I've I've heard that from actual AEW wrestlers who've said that. So, like on podcasts, I assume. Since yes, you yes, don't really yes, have any yes. famous friends. Yes. I've heard that I've heard AEW wrestlers talk about that in interviews. Like that's one of the main differences between WWE and AEW is that Tony pays for all of that. That's surprising. Yeah, I, it surprised me too, and I was like, "Ooh, geez, like that, that's, that's expensive as fuck." That's, that's but a I make, lot of money, bro. Yeah. He's like, "All right, everybody's bunking together. We've got six rooms. There's gonna be ten you, of you per room." But you know, like, there's so many insides of like deals and. You know what I mean? Like dis- yeah. discounts and rewards. And yeah, all well, that and also with his daddy, he probably has like certain hotels where he gets a better deal. Well, yeah. you know, connections like, and stuff. WWE, like, you know, they a lot of those guys like Cody and like Bray, like a lot of those guys that have buses like that. That's included in their contract. Like mm-hmm. that's, you know what I mean? So there, there's WWE do, does do some stuff with travel now, but. For the most yeah. part, like rental cars, hotel rooms, that's still like personal expenses. But I think they get to like, they get to like claim I'm that sure they, taxes or they get some sort of expense thing or something on the back end. They probably get, they, like I'm that. sure they get, I'm sure they get per diems. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. You know what I mean? So let's say they get, you know, $500 a day that they're out of town per diem. You know what I mean? Like that, that's a little, maybe a little high, but yeah. you know. So it's like, okay, here's your 500 bucks. That pays for your, you know, ho- hotel for the day. You know what I mean? It pays for your meals, whatever. Anything outside of that, you got to, you know, yourself. I mean, if AT&T can pay for me to have a rental car in a hotel room for three days, I'm pretty sure WWE can afford Oh, yeah. Just dox the fuck out of yourself. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. I mean... It's like any company, like my 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 company, same yeah. way too. Like for people, like they've had people come and travel in just to see our facility after they bought us for like a day and a half, and it's just like all all the money that was spent on the, these people's travels to come here for an hour. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if if they're doing it, yeah, a lot of companies do it. So, but. Yeah, I mean that's that's really about. I think we pretty much covered everything I wanted to talk about. Um, you know, I I was trying to look through the recap of the shows. Like, it's kind of hard with SmackDown because you know we we record on Thursday, SmackDown's the next day. So by the time we get to record again, we've already had Raw, sometimes a pay per view. We've had uh, Dynamite and NXT and all this. Oh, NXT. Braun Breaker finally turned heel, and I fucking love it. I'm invested in Braun Breaker now. He needs to be a fucking heel. It is a perfect, perfect character and, for him. 
Somebody said he please dye his hair blonde and dye his goatee. <laughs> he doesn't even need to do that. He doesn't have to do the goatee. It wasn't just the, like the Fu Manchu part or something like that. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, just yeah, the... yeah, just the Fu Manchu part and, and come out with the big bad uh, booty daddy, booty daddy, uh, the chain thing over his head. Dude, oh, honestly, my God. honestly, like in real life, he's dating Cora Jade. I don't know if you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean. Yeah. That's that's heel enough if he just starts flaunting that relationship around because she's pretty fucking hot. <laughs> yeah, and she's a big she's a big time heel. She too, is, yeah, so. heel on the women's side too, so it works. But yeah, dude, like he he came out and cut a heel promo, and it was the first time I heard him cut a promo. I was like, I'm on board for that. Like it was it was perfect. Yeah. It fits him so much better because he he sounds like a dickhead when he talks. Even if he's saying something nice, he sounds like a dick. Like it's because he is. He, he, no, he sounds the, more like Scott than his own. Dad. Yeah, I mean, he, Scott he, sounds like a dick. He could be the nicest fucking guy in the world, but when you hear him talk, he sounds like a dick. So yeah. he needs he needs to be in that. He needs to lean into that and be in that heel character. And he seems I so told, much more comfortable too, which makes me think he is a dick in real life. <laughs> I, just, I just want you to clip that, and it's that way that can be your TikTok. So you can tag him <laughs> in it. He just sounds like a dick. Like no matter what he does, he's and just I'm all sounds, for it. And uh, I'm all yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm all for it. Forty-four. All right, forty-four minutes in, I'll try to make that my my TikTok. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was a big fan of it, and I, you know, that that show has been getting better for a while. But I think they're finally getting, they're finally getting certain characters in the right place, and it's making it even better. So you know, especially if they're not calling people up to the main roster right now, because like I guess WWE is kind of on the hiring freeze with this whole merger, mm-hmm. so they're they're not able to change contracts right now or anything like that, which makes sense because they're in the process of being bought by another company, so you probably won't see stuff like that until they are. So the rosters, aside from the the shakeups are probably going to be what they are right now. And that also might be, you know, it might just be really shitty timing with, um, you know, everybody thinks that, uh, that drew wants to leave WWE. Well, maybe it's just a matter of, they just can't resign them right now because they're in a freeze because of the, the sale. So it might be hmm. one of those situations where, yeah, he's not going to work without a contract. So he's going to take some time off, but you know, who knows? I mean, maybe I'm wrong. He shows up in AEW or he goes to the independence and does something else. I don't, I don't know. But it just might be a matter of impact or, yeah, but it just might be a matter of maybe they just can't resign him right now. Like they can't, you know, they can't offer him a contract until the sale. He doesn't have a, it's right because he doesn't have a call. Like he could work for AEW right away, I believe. He doesn't have a 90 day. Yeah, because he, well, it's because he'd be be expiring, not, not released. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be him being released to be expiring. There's a difference. He can show up anywhere he wants to once his contract is out. You imagine MJF versus Drew Galloway at Wembley. Oh, that would be that would be big for them. Like if they could if they could score him, but mm-hmm. oh, I big know. time! I I mean I don't see. I him mean all they do is like allegedly assuming it's not just the hiring freeze. Allegedly that was part of the problem is he wasn't being offered enough money for what he feels he's worth. Yeah, I mean and maybe that's true. Who knows? But it could be all bullshit, and maybe they just can't resign mm-hmm. him right now because of which is, which is kind of. It's kind of crappy because, like, let's face it, he was one of that the, the COVID era. Like, he was one of the MVPs of the COVID era, big time. If not, if not the, if not the MVP, like, and I kind of feel bad. Like, we, I mean, we've said it before. Like, his title reign, like, got sucked, sucked yeah. just be, because of that. Like, it, 
who who knows where like well, it could have been. They didn't have any opponents for him, which sucked. I mean, the the only heel they had built up at the time was what fucking Corbin, Brock Lesnar, yeah, and Brock. Like that was it. That's that all they had was was those two, and mm-hmm. you know, and honestly, a heel McIntyre to me is better than a babyface McIntyre. He's too corny as a babyface. I'm sorry. I, I do. I do agree. He's he's, he's just. His one-liners come across corny. Like he's just, he's like suffering succotash Roman when he's a when he. You know what I mean? Like that's he. He. he I think he could pass for a good face if he's just played like, like heelish. If he would have been, you know what I mean? if he would have been his heel character, but just 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 doing it more nobly, then it would be yes. fine. But he switched his personality and tried to be more like. And and a part of that, I think, had to do with the pandemic because, you know, he he's not playing to a live audience. He's playing to a TV audience. I think that maybe fucked him up a little bit. I'm not blaming mm-hmm. him or saying that it was bad by any stretch of the imagination. I don't know. It sounds like you're blaming him. You're like, he's a little bitch who fucking chose to be corny as fuck. As I just get claymored through the TV, through my monitor. Oh, that'd right be now. incredible. <laughs> now, that would be a fucking... I got his his figure up there somewhere. He's just going to fly down and kick me in the head. Uh, That'd be cool. (laughs) No, like I like McIntyre. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I, you know, and I, I didn't mind it. And he was trying to, he was throwing shit at the wall to see what stuck. And, you know, I wouldn't have, I, I don't envy the position that he was put in there. Like that should have been a big moment for him. Dethroning Brock Lesnar. That really would have made him in front of a live crowd. But unfortunately it Mm -hmm. happened in an empty arena with one fan spinning above their heads. So, I mean, it was. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, on that motherfucker. Uh, yeah, that was right. the corny bitch. All right, on that note, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and close the show out. Um, you know, hey, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the show. Really do appreciate everybody that listens. Uh, we do want some feedback though, so please comment on our Apple Podcast, on our Spotify. Leave us a tweet at Live Your Gimmick. You can, um, you know. Whatever you want to do, please interact with the show. You can even email me. Uh, it's liveyourgimmick at gmail.com if you want to. I'll read your email. So, uh, But, uh, Michael, you got anything you want to plug before we move on? Michael oh, McAfee. there's so many things that I want to I want to plug. I, I mean, mean with I those, plug with the gun with, show. With those guns, you, you yeah. can plug just about anything. Uh, YouTube.com forward slash modern toy fair. We've got all sorts of videos every week, reviews, let's poses, live stream, and the podcast with a bunch of uh, stuff sprinkled in between. Uh, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram at modern toy fair. Over to tbo.com forward slash modern toy fair where you can get shirts of our logos on them, different like inside jokes, and you can get some gimmick minute stuff on there too. Uh, they also come in things that aren't t shirts, like you can get mugs and uh notepads and all sorts of weird shit so stickers so check that out um yeah that's all i got all right awesome boy thank you guys again for listening this week's episode let's strike that reverse it thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the show for michael and kevin my name is jason reminding all of you smarks out there to be a fan and always live your gimmick goodbye everybody horny hummel <laughs> Did you say horny or corny? Corny? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oops.